This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Amen. Good morning, Pastor Church family. Before we get started, I just want to say a great big thank you for Wednesday night. We had a wonderful turnout for our family night of dinner. Yeah, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Give yourself a hand clap of praise. It was wonderful. All the time together was wonderful. I'll tell you what. And, and so many different ones had come up and said, I thoroughly enjoyed getting together like this. A family, there's an old saying, a family that prays together stays together. I think we can say a family that eats together, (laughs) fellowships together, amen, stays together. And the whole purpose of it was is that we would have the opportunity, and I want to encourage you now, when you come the next time, it's the first Wednesday night of next month, when you come, don't sit with somebody that's a part of your family or immediate family, find somebody when you get your plate, go find a place that says, you know, I don't think I really know them that well, and go and sit with them and get to know them. That's what we do as a family. You know, we, we, and and let's don't be in just our little groups. Let's make sure that we, we get out and we mingle and meet new people because the Lord is bringing new people in to be a part of us. And I'm so appreciative, so thankful that you all came out. If you have your Bibles, hold it up. You know what to do. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess, my mind is alert, my heart is receptive, I will never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. During my walk with the Lord, I have come to the conclusion, and you may have as well, life can be challenging. It seems like some days are better than others. Some days I wake up, Brother Phil, and I, my body says, I really would wish you'd stay in bed. <laughs> Have you ever felt that way? And there's other mornings, you know, when the alarm goes off, and that's for young people. When you get older, you don't even need an alarm clock. Your body will tell you it's potty time. <laughs> Can I get a witness? You know, so, some things change when you get older. One of them is you don't, you don't need an alarm clock anymore. In fact, if you just need to get up around 2 in the morning to go catch a flight, you know, your body will wake you up before 2 to go catch that flight. And then about 2 or 3 hours later, your body will say again, it's time to get back up. And some of you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I have found that in my journey as a Christian, there are so many adversities that I face. Sometimes I would like to blame it on the devil or the enemy because I feel an attack. But as I've grown in my relationship with Jesus, studied his word, got to know him, fellowship time with him, He has begun to show me that there are certain things I should not blame him for. 
that I should take responsibility for and recognize that the enemy is in me. Looking in the mirror, I'm looking at someone I don't like. Have you ever noticed when somebody does something and you happen to be in their presence and you don't like it, a lot of times it's a reflection of something you have seen or do see in you. Have you ever noticed that? I have. So I was, I was meditating on the Word this week and I began to ask the Lord. I said, Lord, in, in, in walking with you and going with you and, and fellowshipping with you, there's times that you nudge me. He just nudges me and he'll say, mm, I don't like that. Well, I, don't, I particularly don't care for the thought that you have in your mind right now. And I think, well, that's just the devil. Well, he's thinking, well, it's your thought. You're thinking it. You have the power to delete it. You know, on the, on the computer, which I'm just really learning. In fact, I'm just now getting the hang of texting. I pat myself on the back because I really am. I'm, I'm, I, can, I can do a full sentence in about five minutes. I've even learned how to enlarge the letters so I can see them. You know, I've watched some people do it. Kelly, she gets and she does these lines. And she can do a whole sentence like that, 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 and it's over with. And I'm sitting there trying to find the K. The R. And it takes me a while, but you know what? I feel so good about myself. I have sent texts out lately. Now, it took a while, but I've accomplished it. You know why? Because it's something I set my mind and my heart to do. In the things that we're faced with, things that come to our thought pattern, you have to take the time, discipline yourself. To delete it. On the computer there's a delete button. On my phone there's this little thing that says I can mash it. And it will take me somewhere else. You have a choice. To delete. What you don't want. What you don't like. What's taking you down the wrong road. And delete it. But you have to do it. Nobody's going to make that choice for you. Nobody's going to reach across over your shoulder and say, there's the delete button. No, you have to do that. You see, the more time we stay in the thought pattern of what's been put into our thought or into our mind, the more we stay on it, the more we're apt to journey with it. And when you think it, that's bad enough. But when you dwell on it long enough to say it, that is when it has been impregnated in you to act it out. And that's, the, that's what we deal with day in and day out. Now, I want to talk to you this morning. If you would, turn with me over to Galatians chapter 5. I want to talk to you this morning. I'm sorry, not Galatians chapter 5. I apologize. It's, chapter, it's Romans chapter 13. If you're taking notes, Romans chapter 13 Starting with verse 12, we're going to read 12, 13, and 14. I'm going to read to you out of the King James Version because I love the way it's written here. 
It says the night is far spent. In other words, yesterday is gone. The day is at hand. We only have right now. You don't have tomorrow. It's not here yet. And there's nothing you can do about all the mess of yesterday. You have today. That's why God calls it a present. It's a present from him. It's the present you have right now. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and in drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. When I read that, I thought, well, the Apostle Paul must have been reading my mail. Have you ever experienced strife in your life? How about envy? Oh, I have. And it can be just a simple thing. I have really grown to love these monster trucks. Now, I am not a, a what would you call a rough, tough cowboy that wants the big truck with the big wheels and all, but I just think they're good looking. And when I get in my regular size pickup truck and I pull up beside these monster trucks, I feel like I'm in a little, I'm in a little Tonka toy. And I hear them revving them up. It's They shake the earth. I rev mine up. Mine goes, zin, zin. <laughs> It's like, come on, you really think you got a chance here? You say, well, that's a guy thing. Maybe it is. But I also love the looks of those new Jeeps, the Wranglers. I think they're so cool. And when I see them, I have to be careful that I don't become envious of the person driving it. Or have you ever ridden by a home and it's, it's a home that you've looked that, that oh, you can just see yourself in it. And you say, oh, my goodness. I would just love to, oh, those lucky people. I wonder what they have that I don't. Money. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> or they're in debt. Big time in debt. Maybe they're in debt more than you are. Maybe they're not sleeping as good as you are because they're trying to figure out how to pay the note on that big house. Unless they have lived and walking by faith and they believe that God's going to show them and allow them the opportunity to pay cash for it. Well, God can do that. And that's a whole other message. But let's finish reading this. But you put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Everybody say the word flesh. Flesh. And fulfill, to fulfill the lust thereof, or to fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know, I'm finding that that's what I deal with every day. That's what I'm warring with. Now, turn with me over to Galatians chapter 5. And let's begin reading in verse 16. And here's Paul's instructions to the church at Galatia. Here's my instruction. Walk in the Spirit. And let the Spirit bring order to your life. If you do, you will never give in to your selfish and sinful cravings. Well, what are those selfish and sinful cravings? It's your flesh. Paul's fixing to say that to us here. For everything the flesh desires goes against the Spirit. And everything the Spirit desires goes against the flesh. In other words, there's a war going on every day inside of you. There's a war. 
But you have the sword to win the battle in this war. You have the word of God and you have the ability to speak. Life or death is in the tongue. So you have to speak these things. But what do you use? You're using the sword, which is the word. You're using the word with your mouth. And you can win this war every day. But you have to choose. It's your choice. Now let's finish reading this. There is a constant battle raging between them that prevents you from doing the good you want to do. Have y'all ever just experienced this? You wake up some mornings and you think, oh, it, it, it seems like you don't even get out of bed good. You don't even get your first cup of coffee and the phone rings and it's not good news. Or you think something or you start pondering on the day and it's like, oh, this. And, and what, do you, what, what do we say? Oh, Lord, this is not going to be a good day. Well, you have just confessed what you're going to have. You called forth those things that are not as though they were. They haven't even happened yet, but you've made a decision to say they will. But when you are led by the Spirit, everybody say the Spirit. You are no longer subject to the law. It's clear that your flesh entices us into practicing some of its most heinous acts. Now we're fixing to find out the flesh. What we are really warring with all the time. Participating in corrupt sexual relationships. You say, well, that's not me, Pastor. Well, let's see what we can find in here that could be us. Impurity. Unbridled lust. Idolatry. Well, I'm not there, any of those, Pastor. Oh, looks like I'm doing pretty good. Witchcraft, hatred. Now, I know Paul must have been reading my mail. Hatred. Have you ever just said, you've kind of said it within yourself, but you really didn't, you know, you were trying to make yourself a good, well, I don't really hate them, but I just don't like them. Come on. How can you love God whom you haven't seen if you can't love man whom you have seen? Arguing? Oh. Have you ever had that spirit of argue jump on you? It will if you haven't. I mean, even little kids will argue with you. <laughs> Jealousy? Have you ever been jealous? Now, here's one that will just... Wipe us away. Anger. Well, you know what? I like to say this. Well, Jesus said, be angry and sin not. I have a problem being angry and not sinning. Because you know what? When anger raises itself within me, what usually follows after anger? You're going to say something. And then after you say it, you're going to say, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. Oh, I wish I hadn't said that. Why? Because those words destroyed those words hurt. Those words, those words have just pierced somebody's heart. And it could be somebody that's new in Christ that has just now beginning to try to learn to walk with God. And what we do as a Christian, we come along and say, Well, brother, you know, you just give yourself some time. <laughs> You'll find out how hard this Christian life is. <laughs> and then you've discouraged them. If you're not having fun being a Christian, you're not doing it right. 
Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundant. He didn't say, now I'm coming into your heart, but boy, life's going to be miserable. No, it's not. You choose. You choose what kind of day you're going to have. Because he said, I've come, meaning that I've made myself available to become into your heart, into your life, be the Lord of your life. But if you choose not to make him the Lord of your life, and you choose to just let him come on in and be there when you think you need him, or when times get tough, you're going to find that every day is a day of misery. And let's finish this. Anger, selfishness, contentiousness, division. Envy of others' good fortune, drunkenness, drunken rivalry, and other shameful vices that plague humankind. I've told you this clearly before, and I tell you again. So there is no room for confusion. Those who give in to these ways, what ways? Works of the flesh that I just read. They will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, when you read that passage of Scripture, and sometimes, if we're not careful, we'll say, well, wait a minute. Does that mean I, if I can't inherit the kingdom of God, I won't be going to heaven if these things are in me? Well, let's look and see what the kingdom of God is. Let's turn over to Romans chapter 14, verse 17. It says this about the kingdom of God. Because we're saying here, we want to make sure that we understand. First, we had to know what's the lust of the flesh. What are we warring with every day? Well, if I'm warring with these things and I don't overcome these things, Paul says here, you won't inherit the kingdom of God. Well, let's find out what the kingdom of God is. Verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink. And listen, it's not something you just, it's tangible. It's not something that you can just grab a hold of. That's not what the kingdom of God is. But righteousness or right standing in God and peace. Everybody say peace. Peace. And what else? Joy in the Holy Spirit or in the Holy Ghost. So what he's saying here is, is, is if these things be in you, which we're talking about the law, and we just read them, and maybe, maybe none of those affected you. Some of them did, but I got into that anger part. Sometimes I, I, can, I can get riled up. <laughs> Ask Kelly. <laughs> sometimes she can get riled up. Every one of us, <laughs> it, it seems like sometimes people just know where my anger button is. Yeah. And I don't know, it just seems like they just enjoy mashing it. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? So it just seems like you've got this big button, and it's in big print, and it says, and, and you know, and you're walking around saying, mash me, mash me, mash me. <laughs> and it seems like everybody that walks by sometimes in a day, when you happen to have one of those days, it seems like everybody goes by and just pushes your little button. And you, and you go home and you feel defeated at the end of the day. You know why you feel defeated? Because somewhere along the way, you did not just stop and push your delete button and refuse to accept it. Now, let's read on. Turn with me over to Luke chapter 17, verse 21. We found out what the kingdom of God is. It's peace, joy, righteousness in the Holy Ghost. 
In verse 21 of chapter 17 of Luke, it says, Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, if the kingdom of God is in you, and the kingdom of God is peace, joy, and righteousness, and if the works of the flesh are in you, then you can't inherit this or you can't partake of the peace, the joy, and the happiness that is in you. You see, when you receive Jesus, you receive Jesus, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So when you get that, it's there, but you have to bring it out. Jesus works with us from the inside out. So in order to do that, what we have to do It's when one of these things we call the works of the flesh, or the Apostle Paul refers to the works of the flesh, what we do when it raises its head, when it shows itself to you and I, and I'll just use anger. When I sense that that spirit of anger is coming on me, number one, I have to recognize it. If you don't recognize your enemy If you don't recognize what's giving you the problem, what your problem is, then you can't defeat the problem. And if you, and when that, and the Holy Spirit is going to nudge you and show you and say, ah, 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 cool down, dude. (laughs) Take a chill pill. You're fixing to get in an area that you're eliminating my peace, my joy, my righteousness. You see, but you choose. I want to stress that today. Choose you this day whom you'll serve. And you see, life does not have to be difficult. You see, when I get up in the mornings, the first thing that I have found that is important for me, I have to start my day with him. I run to the shower. I turn it on. I like just standing there and letting the warm water wake me up. But I start my day with him. Father, I love you. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. You see, it's it's all in how you start the day. If you start it with him, he'll go with you. And when he goes with you, when these works of the flesh begin to present themselves to you, then you can not only hit the delete button, but the Spirit nudges you and not only tells you that this is a situation or this is an issue that you need to deal with, but when you mash the delete button, the Bible says that we're to bring every thought into captivity, pulling down the strongholds. See, when you do that, maybe the way that I do that is I say, Lord... Forgive me for that thought. I repent of that. I know right now I am washed in the blood of Jesus and I am in right standing with you. I receive the peace, the joy, and the happiness that comes from being in the Holy Spirit. I know, Holy Spirit, you're on me. You're with me. You're in me. You're everywhere I go. I refuse to live in that world. I am a son of the Most High God. I I have been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. 
I am an overcomer through the blood of Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I tell you what, when I get to talking like that, even right now, I feel something coming over me. I'll tell you there ain't a devil in hell that can stop me. And the reason is is because I made a choice. I made a choice that I'm going to delete everything that raises itself called the flesh that wants to rule and control me. That's why the name of my title of my sermon is Who's in Control? Is it Mr. F- Mr. Flesh? You know, Mr. Flesh, he lives in a shack. And I don't like living in a shack. But you see, Mr. Holy Spirit lives in a mansion. And I like mansion living. I like good things. In my father's house or what? Many mansions. He didn't say there was a shack there. Because you know why there ain't no shacks there? Because self ain't there. Flesh ain't there. And I don't want to live in that world. I choose to be happy. There was a song that says, I choose to be happy. I choose to be happy. Happiness is a way of life. That's the way I live. I choose to be happy. I don't want to allow other people to dictate what kind of day I'm going to have. I have found that there are some people that love the life of misery. They love hanging out in flesh shack. And it seems like that God will put them in my path so that I can show them they have no authority over me. Because about the time they do, that's when I start my little routine. I am a son of the Most High God. I walk in the Spirit. I'm led of the Spirit. Come on. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am an overcomer through the blood of Jesus Christ. You know what? It works because I'm speaking with my mouth the words of the living God. And when I do, I'm destined To have a good day. I'm destined to have a good day. So we've been talking about the light and the flesh. But he said put on the whole armor of God. I want to share with you in closing this morning. A little something that I read. It's called I am your armor of power. Listen to my words dear child of mine. And I'll guard and protect you from all forms of evil. Your true calling is to be an overcomer. To be an overcomer means you will be challenged. Darkness is set against you and against you as my trusting child. But I am the light that will split open the darkness and bring my victory. Have I not promised to deliver you to be your wraparound shield? Focus on me. When I read that, I thought of that movie where there was a karate kid he said focus Danielson focus wax on wax off but he said he said Danielson focus you see if we lose sight of the focus of what our day is going to be what kind of day we choose to have when we lose sight of that if we don't stay focused on it the enemy can come in and just give you a day you regret But listen what he says. Focus on me, Daniel-san. Your shield of victory. And not the darkness of evil that shrouds the nations. Or shrouds you. 
Be filled with joy as you walk in my light. What did we just read a while ago up in here in, uh, in Romans? He said, let us walk honestly in the day, not in rioting. He said, but let us walk in the light. And I will be the answer to all your evils. Be faithful to me. Stand true when you hear of others who have fallen. You will be a witness to many. So take my words as your weapons this day. Whose words? His words. I, just, I was just using them a while ago. And man, I was getting fired up just by saying them. Use my words as your weapons this day. Do not give in to the darkness and the weariness that is coming over my saints. You will prevail. Say that with me. I will prevail. For I am the God of strength and the source of mighty power. Be strong, my overcoming one. And you will see my many miracles unfold before you today. I read that and got plumb excited. I, I, was, I, I was in, I, I call it my, in my <laughs> I was in my prayer closet. And many of you know that's my big garden tub full of hot water with my Bible. And I'm standing. When I was reading that, I almost come out of the tub without even drying off. I had to go find Kelly. Listen to what God is saying. I hope that you'll grasp a hold of this today and realize God is for you. He's not against you. If you'll take him at his word, trust in him. Take his word. Speak the word. Choose life. Live a life of victory. Because somebody needs to see your life of victory today. Somebody needs to see it. There's so many people that are hurting out there today. It's not you going in and taking your Bible and and saying, well, brother, let me tell you what you need to do. You're going to hell, and I'll tell you, you need to get saved. No, that's going to turn them off. It's when they see you in the midst of the storm. Where you stand there with a (laughs) smile on your face and the peace of God on your life. And they're thinking, how can that be? Oh, they're going to ask you. You know why? Because they're looking for it. How can you be this happy with all of this going on? How can you come into the plant every day or into the office or on this construction job site and just be full of happiness and peace and joy? And they're going to ask you. They're going to approach you. And when you do, that's your opportunity to say, well, you know what? This God that I have found has given me the life that I have always looked for in the past. I looked for it in drugs. I looked for it in alcohol. I looked for it in women. I looked for it in material things, new cars, new houses, and everything. And there's nothing wrong with having a new car. There's nothing wrong with having a new house. There's nothing wrong with having a big house. There's nothing wrong with having a spouse. There's nothing wrong with having money. But I've had all of these. And it never did for me what Jesus does. Continues to do when he rules and reigns in my life. So I ask you today. Who's in control?
whose house you're living in. Where I grew up in North Carolina, it was where you stay. Where are you living? If God's not in control, you can make him to be in control. You can allow that. But first of all, you have to be born again to get him in you. So that the kingdom of God can be in you. You invite Jesus into your heart. If you haven't done that and you want to, I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now see, that was a simple, simple prayer. But when you prayed it from your heart, Jesus knew it. And he said, oh, I get to go live here. You see, when he forgave you, what happened was he cleaned house. He cleaned house. Now, those things are not in you right now. These works of the flesh, at this moment, they're not there. But you can keep them out by making the choice. Don't forget to hit the delete button when it shows up. Because you know what? It will show up. The Apostle Paul said that there's a war going on. That flesh don't want you. That flesh wants to win. He wants you to hang out with him in his shack. He wants you to stay broke. The enemy wants you not. Listen, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have a more abundant. Now that you're born again. And those of you watching on social media, if you prayed that prayer, you're born again. And not only are you born again, but now get into the word. Get into this word so that you will know. And not just on social media. All of us, get in this word. Find out what his word says about you. Says, find out what. If you're going through something, go to the word and say, okay, I'm having an issue with anger. You know, you, it's amazing what this little thing called Google will do. You can find out scriptures. I can say, hey, Google, are you listening? Hey, Google, give me some scriptures out of the Bible on anger or how to deal with anger. And this little lady, you can't see her, but she'll talk to you. It is over in chapter John, verse 3. And I don't know how she shows up, but she does. And, and she'll tell you what to deal with. Isn't that so cool? And all you got to do is just... And she's got a real nice voice. She won't irritate you. Especially if you're in the midst of anger. And, and you can just talk... You, well, she won't talk back to you, but she'll tell you what, what you need to know. And it might be good that you can't talk back to her because if you're dialing up anger <laughs> and you might be real angry right now, God, you better give me something to work with. <laughs> and then she says, over in John chapter 3. <laughs> you know what? God has an awesome, awesome sense of humor. He says, I know how to deal with this. A soft answer turns away wrath. <laughs> but all you got to do is go to the Word and find out what does the Bible say? about this situation that I'm dealing with. And then you start confessing the Word of God. And the more you confess it, are you saying, oh, 
Are you telling me, Pastor Ron, that I'm just going to go through life every day and just have a, every day just going to be hunky dory? <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. In this world, you'll have trials and tribulations, but in me, you'll have peace and joy and happiness and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned with the Holy Spirit, and you will walk in victory. And you will find that peace and that happiness that you have been looking for. Hit the delete button when the problems come. Would you stand? Oh, I almost forgot. We're fixing to have a baptism. And I have got to go get on my baptism breeches. And my baptism brothers are fixing to go. If they're not already, are they in here now? Are they? Yes, brothers, go ahead and get your baptism clothes clothes on and we're going to while they're doing that you can go ahead and get your baptism clothes on I'll meet you up there in just a minute I'm so excited these brothers are going to be baptized oh man they've given their heart to Jesus and I want each and every one of you to make sure that you extend to them a right hand of fellowship listen tell them you're there to pray for them Encourage them. It's hard for young people today to walk this life of Christianity. They're faced with more than you and I were ever faced with if you're my age. More. They're faced with more stuff today. The media is out there. Man, they can go. Listen, this little thing here can tell them so much stuff we don't even want them to know. And even little kids have access to this little thing that's giving them information. Stuff they don't want. They're too young to know. So encourage these brothers. Every time we have a baptism, every time somebody gets saved and comes into this church to be, to be a, a, a part of our family, make sure that you continually are encouraging them. Man, just a pat on the back and say, listen, I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm proud of you. And if we're going to have a special event, make sure you invite them. Let them know, hey, hey, we're going to have fellowship. Denver. You know what? They were there at the fellowship. Denver. In fact, uh, I think it was uh, he brought the food um, Zai, Zai, he brought food and was going to come back. And I think, but he had worked in the factory where, it, where it's hot. He got sleepy when he, when he got through with the shower and he ended up going to sleep. But he, he at least brought the food and he would have been there. And Jarvis, he was there. That excites me, folks. So encourage them. And we're going to close out with prayer. And I'm going to ask you after we close out with prayer, uh, Kelly's going to come up and I think she's going to run through a couple of extra announcements that we have to, to remind you of. But as we close out with prayer, stay, stay with us for this baptism service. Would you do that? Father, we look to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your word that has gone forth. We thank you, Father, that you have quickened our spirit. You've encouraged us today through your word. To not only use the delete button. To eliminate these things. Of the works of the flesh in our life. But we're to speak the word of God. We're putting on the whole armor. We're going to live life victoriously. We're going to show the world. That living for you. Is the best thing. That has ever happened to us. That you have come. To give us life. And life more abundant. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.